The following is a presentation of the Premier Dance Network. Hi everyone, Kimberly Falker here, the founder and CEO of the Premier Dance Network, the only podcast network dedicated solely to the world of dance. And welcome to Pod to Chat with your host, Barry Corellis. Hello and welcome back. Thanks for coming to chat. I am your host, Barry Corollis, and you are listening to Pod to Chat Talking Dance on the Premier Dance Network. In this bi-monthly podcast, I candidly offer educational conversations and thoughtful analysis on all things dance. With my vast background as a director, choreographer, instructor, and dancer, I'm happy to share my 16-plus years of experience with you, whether you're a professional dancer or just listening in for an insider's look into our fascinating art form. So, put your earbuds in, grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and let's talk dance. Hello, hello, hello to all. Thank you for coming back and listening in to another episode of Potty Chat Talking Dance. I feel like there's lots going on right now, so I'm just going to quickly go through my intro so that you can know what is going on in the life of Barry. So, first things first, I am doing a professional performance workshop at Steps on Broadway, which is open to advanced and professional dancers. I'll be creating a contemporary ballet piece on point. It'll be like a four to five minute piece. And uh, it it starts on 523. It's May 23rd, every Thursday uh, from 1130 to 230. So we'll have a month every Thursday to put together a piece. I'll warm everybody up, create a short work. And then on the 13th of June, We will present the piece at an industry showing at Steps on Broadway, Um, and these industry showings, they have a mix of directors, agents, and uh, journalists present to, to see what we've done. So if you fit the bill of an advanced or professional ballet dancer, um, you can sign up for that at stepsonbroadway.com. Uh, my piece will be on point, so if you are female, please... Make sure that you are strong at point work. That's what I'm asking for. So that's that. I'm also teaching. I'm officially teaching at a convention in Biloxi in July. I They haven't announced it yet. Um, so I will tell you what that convention is when that is spoken about. But I'm really excited to go teach at my first convention um, and just share my love of dance Uh further in the world. Uh, I've never actually been in the the South. I mean, I lived in Texas, but people don't count that as the South technically. I guess I've been in South Carolina as well. Um, so a little bit in the South, but not completely. So yeah, I'm really excited to head down to the Gulf to to teach some ballet and contemporary classes at this convention. Um, other than that, I should have a, an article coming out on Point Magazine coming up that should probably be out. Usually if you have a subscription, they send them out within the first like two or three weeks of May, even though it's a June-July issue. So I wrote a profile on Hong Kong ballet. You should check that out. What else? See, I told you there's so much. That's why I just want to like get this done with. Um, I have summer classes at Broadway Dance Center. I have my typical Tuesday beginner ballet at 10.30, advanced beginner ballet at 4.30. And on Thursdays, I have intermediate advanced ballet at 4.30. And on Fridays, I have basic ballet for all of you beginners at 7.30. And on Saturdays, starting June 15th through August 31st, I will be teaching an advanced beginner ballet class at 10.30 a.m., immediately followed by an intermediate contemporary class at noon at Broadway Dance Center. So I have my contemporary classes back. And if you want to come dance with me this summer, if you're visiting us, 
or if you're local, you know where to find me. Um, what else? Other than that, I'm just prepping a fundraiser for Movement Headquarters Ballet Company, which I'm really excited to talk about when we get all of that officially done. I'll be seeking some uh, seed donors, some donors that can give me some seed money so that we can have a, an official in-studio showing in August uh, to launch our fundraising campaign to prepare for our first live performances uh, in our launch. So, Stay tuned for more information on that. I will, of course, always put these things on my social media, um, but uh, and I'll talk about them here. So if any of that is interesting to you, if you want to know where I'm teaching, or if you want to take part in that Steps on Broadway workshop, or if you are interested in becoming a donor for Movement Headquarters Ballet Company, uh, you can always reach out to me at my website. That's www.barrycorliss.com. And I'll spell that out at the end of the, the episode if you don't know how to spell my last name or my first name. People tend to spell my first name B-E-R-R-Y. And my answer to that is always just, could you imagine a child popping out of their parent and them going, they look like a berry? Uh, yeah, not, not I don't know anybody that that's ever happened to. So <laughs> anyway, uh, those are all my announcements. That's everything that's been going on. So let's get on to today's episode. So let's be honest. I I love and hate social media. I feel like I created most of my career because of social media. Uh, Granted, I succeeded in gaining a dance career because of my hard work before the age of social media, but I... I built my freelance career through blogging and Facebook and much of my teaching choreographic career I've built through Instagram, YouTube and podcast podcasting there. There's just something wonderful about being so connected and exposed publicly and reachable publicly. But at the same time, I get overwhelmed by the task of social media and the false realities that we all put online for the public to see without ever publicly acknowledging these falsehoods. And I mean, I'm pretty sure all of you know what I'm talking about, whether you posted that happy photo and you weren't so happy or you try to mark yourself as successful when in reality you don't feel as successful as you're trying to portray it. Um, Or even better, when you post that current, not so current photo I mean, sometimes that's like safety, like when Kim Kardashian posted where she was and they were able to find her and was it rob her. Um, or other times you do it because you want to be like, wow, look at this amazing thing I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> and you did it like five weeks ago. Um, I've never done that. Just kidding. But yeah, so one of those realities that I've seen from so many dancers over the past few years is the projection of ballet or, I mean, for that matter, any trained form of technical dance uh, being a dancer's most natural form of expression, which uh, these posts are almost always a comment tagged on to some footage of a dancer either improvising in the studio or performing a piece on stage that they were very proud of and they look very confident and uh, in reality it's just them showing what they've built throughout the years and it's not like a natural form of expression in fact it was taught to them usually by a stager or a ballet master or a repetitor um, or choreographer so it's not even their own expression it's somebody else's expression that they added layers of their own expression onto 
Um, <laughs> I have not been thinking about this for the last month. Yes, I have. Uh, but yeah, so at first I would just watch this footage and enjoy it. But over time, it started to really bother me uh, to see that so many dancers are projecting this idea that ballet is a natural form of expression. So I thought I'd evaluate live here with y'all and see if I come to the conclusion, conclusion that uh, technical dance can be a natural form of expression. All right, so where to start? So why not start with, I don't know, let's go to dictionary.com. All right, I'm going to go straight directly there and look up the definitions of natural and expression. Alrighty, so uh, do you like how I'm pretending that I'm actually pulling up my phone and going on to dictionary.com? I'm doing exactly what I told you <laughs> that other people do because I thought it would be fun to play with it. But yeah, so I'm not going on dictionary.com. I have notes that I have for every podcast that I do, and it's written right here. Um, <laughs> so there was a falsehood. There was one right there. But anyway, let's move on. Um, Let's see. Okay, so any person or thing that is or is likely or certain to be very suitable to and oh, let me let me say what I'm talking about. Go ahead, Barry. Just be clear with what you're doing. Okay, so natural. Natural is any person or thing that is or is likely or certain to be very suitable to and successful in an endeavor without much training or difficulty. Okay, so I mean, I feel like ballet is already not that because there's a great amount of training that goes into ballet. Yes, you can be naturally gifted, but without careful attention and regular training, it's unlikely that anybody would become a ballet dancer. Um, perhaps natural inclination towards ballet's movement would be a better description. Um, but I mean, in all reality... I don't think there's really too much that's natural about ballet. You could have like natural movement quality that lends itself towards ballet, or you could have like natural facility, uh, like natural like hip rotation that allows for high extension. Like I don't think high extension is natural, but like natural hip rotation could lead to high extension. Um, but yeah, I I think that natural inclination would be better of a term for what ballet is uh, or what, what people that are naturally good at ballet. I don't think that like being good at ballet is natural because there's, you could be great at it and take like two classes and that's it. But you're never going to become a professional ballet dancer if you don't put thousands and thousands of hours of, of work into it. I mean, even Misty Copeland, who is a prodigy, uh, she still had to practice a lot, even though she was, unnatural when it came to ballet. All right, so that's the definition of natural. Let's look on onto the the word expression. Um, so yeah, dictionary.com. It said that expression is an indication of feeling, spirit, character, etc. as on the face, in the voice, or in artistic execution. So yeah, dance is artistic, and the act of dancing is the execution of artistry. Um, also, dancers use their face and bodies to show emotion, character, and feeling. So I feel like this is pretty straightforward. Dancers can absolutely express themselves through the art of ballet or any other technical dance form. 
Um, we can read a storybook and portray the characters through facial acting and fine-tuned and detailed movements of our bodies, which we have been shown by our teachers, by choreographers and coaches. We can also do this with emotions. Um, for instance, how does your body feel when you are sad? Uh, usually when I ask this in my classes, the responses I get are heavy, lethargic, slow, tired, all of those different adjectives. So if I wanted to express uh, sadness in my dance, I would dance with weight and less speed. Um, if I wanted to show that on my face, I might frown or make my eyes smaller or put my eyebrows together or look longingly into the distance. <laughs> um, if I wanted to express happiness, I would move quicker and with lighter movement. If I wanted to express sexuality, I might touch myself more or go back and forth between like a slower sultry movement and a faster manic movement. All of these things are physical expressions and that I can create with my body in dance. But for the most part, I am able to portray them because of thousands and thousands of hours of detailed uh, process work and detailed exploration. I mean, yes, expressing sexuality through dance may be a more natural expression as many parts of sexuality involve moving your body already and things like that. And I guess some other emotions you could do that, but a tondu is a tondu, a pirouette is a pirouette, a devil play is a devil play, and a soda shell is a soda shell. Really, all of these things are steps. Um, and the way you choose to execute them can offer a hint of emotion if I did nothing with my face. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not like those steps are specifically emotional. So using artistic practice and study can help one learn how to express human emotion through these technical dance steps, but I, I'm still not sold that ballet is anybody's most natural form of expression. Sorry, guys. So whenever you continue to post them, or whenever anybody continues to post uh, that this is me in my most natural form of expression, I, I think it's just kind of contrived. Um, I think it's not natural. Maybe it's become more natural because that's what you do every day, all day. So it feels more natural. But like, if you weren't given that toolbox that took thousands and thousands of hours to create, um, I don't think that, that it really would be a natural form of expression. So yeah, I guess the question here is, do I feel that ballet is my most natural form of expression? Um, I mean, I'm not going to be hypocritical here. No, it's not. I've always danced. I danced before I knew what I was doing. Uh, like, for instance, I if you listen back to my story of how I became a dancer, the first time I ever danced, my my sister was taking a like one of those combo like ballet tap classes, and I would stay with my mom in the lobby before she was done, and I kept on going into her her class and interrupting everybody. And the teacher saw an opportunity and invited me to stay. So yeah, I was dancing before I even knew what I was doing. I don't remember that. I've heard that story a bunch in my family, so I can tell it through their their own experience. But I mean, it's not even my experience at this point because I don't remember it. Um, 
But yeah, so I remember the excitement of going to uh, a school dance for the first time. I think it was like sixth grade. And we had like a some type of middle school dance. Uh, and the reason I was excited was legitimately because I just wanted to dance to a DJ. I was already taking technical dance classes at that point. Um, but I just like wanted to dance. And I, I remember that a lot of the guys, actually, and a lot of the girls, not to even be like, to choose a certain sex but a lot of the people that went to these school dances they would just like stand on the side what, what do they call them like wallflowers um and watch other people dance but i was like one of those people that i was like i don't care if i'm the only one on the dance floor and i'm still this way i was like if i want to dance i'm just gonna go out and dance all right i also remember being so excited for the day that i could go out dancing at a club i'd watch movies and tv shows with club scenes or listen to my older sister talk about going to uh it was like an 18 and overnight it was at shampoo in philadelphia it's not there anymore but yeah so um i i remember listening to or watching that on tv or, or listening to my sister and just being so excited for the day that i could actually go out to a club and dance and just shake my my booty without being told how to do it so yes, dance is, in my opinion, my no, most natural form of expression, but I don't think that ballet is. Um, I think the general idea of dance is, but ballet, it's not. I mean, now I can express myself well through ballet because I've put in so much time and work to learn how to do that. If you want me to play a character, it's one of my favorite things uh, in all of ballet. Like, I... I've always felt that I was a character artist before I was a ballet dancer. Um, but yeah, so if you if you want me to express my current feelings through a solo, I could do it without words. I could do it without using any facial expression. Um, I could do it with facial expression, like whatever is necessary. But it, it, it is a cultivated thing. I train for it. Um, through dance classes and acting classes, multiple styles of dance, improvisation, um, and other different forms of exploration. I, I've studied human emotions and expressions and interpreted the physical reaction humans have when they feel these things and used what I've taught or what I've been taught to be able to show these things through dance. So I feel that I'm legitimately quite good at expressing these things, but it is learnt. It is taught it is not natural. Um, when I improvise in the studio, it is the natural expression of things. It, it's, it's kind of like a weird combination of like going out to a club and then also everything I've been taught. Um, so I, I wouldn't, I don't know if I could even call like imp improvising a complete and total natural form of expression for me. Um, some of it is, some of it's taught. So I don't know. But yeah, I really do think that it's contrived to say that ballet is somebody's natural form of expression. So I guess the final question to answer would be, what are my most natural forms of expression? I think there really are only a few simple answers. <laughs> like what ways do I express myself best without having to spend hours upon hours working on it to actually express it? Um, I think that, like, obviously, just, like, facial expression is probably most people's most natural form of expression. 
Um, I think sexuality is definitely people's most natural form of expression. And this could turn into an entire podcast, a different podcast episode, because um, as a society, we have such ideas of exactly what sexuality is. You're either you're, you're either attracted to men or you're attracted to women. And I don't even believe in that. I believe in a spectrum. Um, but then beyond that, you have like, ha- you could be completely straight and want to dress like a woman. Um, or you could have like no inclination towards either gender and dress very androgynously so like the expression of sexuality is very i think is very very natural um and it tends to try to be stifled by society um but i think that honestly sexuality would probably be one of the number one forms of expression if people are to express themselves completely um I mean, other than that, I think like taste levels, like it's, I think it's easier for people to express themselves externally sometimes than it is for them to do it internally. Like if you look around our apartment, my husband and my apartment, like we have so much stuff on the walls. It's like a museum and my husband decorated our place wonderfully. He's a professional organizer and he has wonderful taste in, in stuff. Um, but I mean, obviously I had some say in what goes up in our apartment, but like you see such a nat, this is not natural, but you see such a, an expression of the person that he is. And while these are not within him, um, I do think that he naturally expresses himself through, uh, is, sorry, naturally expresses himself through the things that he, he likes to show people. So yeah, I mean, what do I express myself best with? I, I do, like I said, dance. Dance is probably way up there for me, um, but not technical dance. Um, sexuality is definitely one. Um, I, facial expression, I choices, like different choices that I make. I think those are all natural forms of expression. So yeah, I'm really curious to hear what you have to say about this. I don't think this is controversial. Maybe you, you'll think it's controversial. I'm not trying to call anybody out. Um, like specifically, I just would like to see people recognize that ballet is not people's net most natural form of expression. And this is not to talk down, uh, on ballet. I love ballet. I obviously, I talk about it all the time and technically trained dance, um, technical forms of dance, but I just don't think it's that natural. <laughs> if it was that natural, everybody would be doing it. Um, but yeah, so I'm curious what you guys think. Do you think that ballet can be a natural form of expression or do you think that it's a cultivated form of expression? Um, feel free to reach out to me. Let me know your thoughts. Tell me if, if it is why it is. And I'd love to hear some rebuttals on, on this topic. Uh, or if you really agree with me, let me know what your most natural forms of expression are. All right. So yeah, uh, I hope that this topic was interesting to you. I've actually kept on, held on to this one for a little bit uh, because I've, I wanted to put some good effort into this and really put some thought into it and see how I felt over time, not just like a one-day reaction. Alrighty, so with that, I'm going to call this episode at its end. 
I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode of Pot of Chat Talking Dance. If there are any topics you'd like to hear me talk about, please feel free to reach out to me via my website contact page at www.barrycorollis.com. Again, that's www.barrykerollis.com. You can also reach out on there if you'd like to become a sponsor for our podcast or to book master classes in ballet or contemporary technique for choreography or speaking engagements. I hope you enjoyed listening in and talking dance with me. If you enjoyed this chat, please feel free to share, rate, and review our podcast on iTunes. Every bit of extra visibility helps keep these podcasts running. And if this didn't fulfill your dance fix, check out my sister podcast on the Premier Dance Network. If you want to connect with me to see where I'm choreographing, teaching, and what I'm doing in my everyday life, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, where my name is B. Corollis, or on Twitter at Bariscos. Also, be sure to look at my blogs. I have Life of a Freelance Dancer, where I've been writing about working as a freelance artist for over five years, uh, or I'm not writing on there anymore, but where I wrote about that. Uh, and then I also have Dancing Off Stage where I spoke about the post-performance careers of professional dancers. I also have a YouTube channel. You can find that by searching B. Corollis in their search bar. And that channel features all of my choreography from professionals to students. Thanks for listening in to Pod of Chat. I hope you return two weeks from this Friday to talk dance with me. And remember to go out and support your local dance scene.